I want you to find a quiet spot. I want you to set up the atmosphere where you can begin to relax. If you're living with other people, tell them you're having quiet time. If you're a parent, tell your children that mommy or daddy needs to spend time with the Lord. Tell your spouse, please make sure that the house remains quiet so that I can meditate and allow the word of God to wash over me. Put your phone on silence. Turn on Do Not Disturb. Whatever you have to do, I want you to be intentional about this time. Because I want you to really breathe in the Spirit of the Lord and allow the Word of God to encourage you. Do not wait for Sunday or the next Bible study to find someone to encourage you. But I want you to take this time to allow the word of God to encourage you in this very moment. So we're going to meditate and we're going to be still so we can hear the voice of the Lord to ease our very pain. And the specific pain that I'm speaking of is the pain of the mind, the emotional pain, the amount of frustration and worry and anger and doubt that is running rampant in the world is saddening. So I want us to encourage ourselves. Are you relaxed? Are you ready? First, let's acknowledge God. Lord, we thank you for giving us this time to where we can meditate on your word day and night. Let this be a tool where even in times of doubt, in times of discouragement, in times of feeling low, we can put this on and allow your word to encourage us. Allow your truth to really ring, ring clearly within our minds. We invite you in Holy Spirit. Let your presence become so heavy where when we leave out of this moment with you, there will be transformation that will last for a lifetime where people can see that we have spent some time with the Lord our language has changed our thought process has changed for your word says in Romans 8 18 I consider that our present sufferings are not worthy comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. This gives us hope that no matter what we are suffering, it is not worth its weight 
it is not worth our thoughts. It is not worth anything compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. So God revealed to us in a visual sense how small our suffering is compared to the glory that will be revealed. Compared to you. Compared to your love. Compared to your peace. Compared to your provision. Compared to your wisdom. And compared to your glory. You are so kind. Will you allow us to cast our cares over to you? So that the suffering will not consume us. The suffering will not take us out. But it is yet to strengthen us. So that we can see the glory within you. Your word says in eight, Romans 8 and 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for us all. Will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elects? We can rest knowing that it does not matter what comes our way. But if God is for us, who can be against us? That it will not consume us. The negative words of other people cannot prosper. Your word also tells us that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Wisdom tells us that it will form, but it will not prosper. So we can stand firm knowing that you didn't even withhold your own son from us. You gave him up for us. What a sacrifice that you gave to the world that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So what else will you give us? So some of us are wondering, Lord, when will it happen? We feel like it will never happen. But God, we are encouraged through your word. What it says in Romans 8 and 31. That if you did not withhold your own son, your only son, what else will you give us? We receive your peace and assurance 
knowing that you have supplied all that we need according to your riches and glory. That nothing is impossible. Your word says in Matthew 19 and 26, but Jesus beheld their thoughts and said unto them, with men, this is impossible. But if they will forsake all things for my sake, with God, whatever things I speak are possible. We know through your word that you have said that we can come to you boldly, but the boldness does not come from our sacrifice. It comes from the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We know that if we keep your commandment, that we can come and ask of things to you and you will answer in the name of Jesus. So whatever seems impossible in our lives right now, we will imagine the word literally falling over that situation in our minds and we see the word possible with God. Because God, with you, all things are possible. You have defeated death itself. All things are possible. Everything is subject under you. All things are possible. The enemy has no power that is either equal or greater than yours because you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. When the word says that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord, everything is under your authority. And what a privilege it is that we have Jesus Christ who has given us access to the kingdom. What a privilege it is that he died and took on all sin without sinning so he can be that perfect sacrificial lamb. So that when we come to you, you don't see our flaws, you don't see our mistakes, but you see the blood of Jesus that is over us. What a privilege it is to be called by you. Your word tells us that you have chosen us, but it is the spirit who has drawn us close to you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to say yes. Allowing us to say yes in this moment. So when things seem that it is impossible, for when the enemy tries to tell us that it is impossible. We can stand firm what Luke 1.37 says in the English Standards Version. For nothing will be impossible with God. And the NIV version says, for no words from God will ever fail. 
kings and kingdoms will all pass away. Rulers of this world will die. Decrees and promises that humans have said even centuries ago will die. But God, we can stand firm and encourage knowing that your word never fails. You have left us the Bible where we can find encouragement, where we can find your promises, where we can find instructions, where we can even find the intimacy that you desire from from us, even in Songs of Solomon. We see your wisdom that is written throughout the entire Bible, but mainly highlighted in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We see your instructions throughout the word, but also what Jesus gave to the the disciples in the gospel. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You give us ways so that we can walk right and holy in what are the promises you have for us. Your word will never fail. You are not a human. You are not a man where you shall lie. But you are God. Wow. You have chosen each and every one of us. Where we can cry out, Abba, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. God, give us this day our daily bread. We can cry out to you and say, Lord, my Father, our Father, hear us in heaven. Come down, lean your ear towards us. And we can stand in faith knowing that you are hearing us. Knowing that because of your son, we have eternal life. Where we will one day rest with you. And we will have a different form of relationship with you. But God, in this moment, we ask that you will allow your spirit to be with us. to stretch your arms towards us where we feel your embrace. Let us take in deep breaths to feel your presence. Romans, Jeremiah 32 and 17 says this, Lord, God, It is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too hard for you. Psalms 28 and 7 says, because we know that nothing is too hard for you, 
We can say what Psalms 28 and 7 says, Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song, I praise him. How wonderful it is that the Lord lets us know that there is nothing too hard for him. So we can tell him you are my strength in the moments of weakness, in moments of uncertainty, when the road doesn't seem clear. We know that the right, the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. We can rest and lean in that, that he is our shield. He is protecting us. We may feel the impact of the blow, but it will not change us because God is our heart. It says my heart trusts in him and he helps me. God, we thank you for these scriptures that you have given us in this moment to meditate and receive your goodness. We can say with all faith what Jeremiah 33 says, when you say, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. God desires us to call unto him and we can know and have encouragement and have faith that he will answer us. Along with answering us, he will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So this gives us the promise to have a mindset and a spirit of expectation that you will blow our minds, Lord. You will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to Ephesians 3 and 20. You are our encouragement, Jesus. You are our hope. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you for giving us reminders to turn to you in moments of weakness, in moments of doubt, in moments of discouragement. We can turn to you, turn to your word and be encouraged and know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you all and let these words and these scriptures penetrate your heart and your mind so that you can remain encouraged in the Lord. <laughs>